You are listening to College Success Habits with Jesse Mogul, episode 129. Let's get to the show. Oh, this show's the best. The best show. Best show. Best show ever. Welcome to the College Success Habits podcast. Do you want to triumph through school and have a little fun along the way? Learn habits to help you attain better productivity and hacks to help you slide through classes at any age. Here's your host, college circuit speaker, Jesse Mogul. Welcome back to College Success Habits. I am your host, Jesse Mogul, and as always, it is an honor and a privilege to have you here for the really, really about 20 minutes today. So what we're going to do today is what I promised I would do on episode 128, which was have an episode strictly about the hub, the Wise Mind Empowerment Hub that is launching this week. It has been a year in the making. Hundreds, if not thousands of hours have been put into the creation of this site, and it is about time. (laughs) So let's dive in and let's discuss what it is you can experience if you choose to take on the mission. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to empower yourself through growth and evolving through learning. Is that too buzzwordy? Am I using too many SEO keywords there? (laughs) So for those of you obviously are here in this, you know, higher level of education world and having somebody want to talk about another thing that you could get into and actually learn from is probably it might seem at first glance a little overwhelming. What I want you to understand that I've always strived to do, striving to do, let's use present tense, what I strive to do with this show is to help you learn new things and then take that knowledge and go off and apply it and evaluate it into your own life. All right, I want you to take what's inside of your head and I want you to create it outside of your head. It's very interesting to me how much of my work happens on a computer. And I've long held this philosophy that the reason I enjoy working with my hands so much, the reason I like to go outside and and create things, you know, it could be a garden, it could be fixing something, it could be, you know, tending to the chickens here on the property, whatever it might be, it's really fun for me to do that because when you work outside of a computer, what you've created is actually tangible. It exists. Whereas anything that's created on a computer, I mean, whether it be cryptocurrencies all the way up to websites or all the way down, because I think cryptocurrencies are bigger than websites. Either way, it's not a rank and file system here. Anything that's involved on the internet, anything that requires electricity to have happened where computers and other ways of creating things are concerned, if the electricity goes out, the computer is just a really expensive paperweight. So while I create these things online, whether it be the podcast or whether it be the Wise Mind Empowerment Hub, the idea is for you to turn it into tangible things in your own life, whether it's the loving embrace of a, of a family member or partner who you communicate with better because of this show, whether it's the way you go up and, and you talk with your professors, your academic advisors, your classmates and coworkers, whether it's the relationships that you're able to create through better understanding of the psychology of your mind, None of this exists in your life if you don't take action. And so I have put in an exorbitant amount of time putting together this hub so and you can create things outside of your mind. And if you hear 
any kind of helicopters or planes flying overhead. No, I'm not back in Los Angeles, but I absolutely am sitting outside on the back porch shooting this episode because it is a beautiful day and it has been cold and rainy a lot here lately. And for a lot of you, if you're listening to this show linearly, you've been boxed up for the winter. Unless you're in the Southern Hemisphere, then congratulations. I hope you've enjoyed your summer. But in many cases, regardless of where in the world you listen to me at, COVID has been something that has been looming over us for over two years. You know, we're coming up on the middle of March now. For me, March 13th to 17th is whenever COVID really shut my whole life down back in 2020. And uh, the last big event I remember was the Super Bowl and then a Keen concert at the, I think they call it the Dolby now, but I still want to call it the Kodiak Theater where the Oscars are held, um, which, by the way, is a super small place. They make it look way bigger on the Oscars. Um, those are the last two events that I really remember pre-COVID. So we've really, in a way, been boxed up in our lives for the last two years. And so much about our worlds has changed. So much of it is moved to the computer now where we're doing online or hybrid kinds of learning processes that are happening now that would never have happened before. Doctor's appointments, when they swore they could never do them online because of you know some sort of HEPA rules or some... You know, some boards governing them saying they couldn't do it. As soon as COVID went down, now all of a sudden you can get a doctor's appointment if you're in Zambia and your doctor's in Los Angeles. So much is, of life has changed that we want to slow ourselves down for a moment and realize that while massive evolution and, and changes have occurred to us, around us, with us, sometimes knowingly and sometimes unwittingly have been occurring, that we have not evolved uh, our own mental capacity, our own psychology around the amount of changes that have occurred over the last two years. When I launched the Wise Mind Empowerment course this time last year, it was strategically to teach people how they are um, experiencing the world around them, how it is that you are taking in, you know, okay, quick example. So right now, wherever you're at, whatever it is that you're doing, right, there are millions of bits of data coming at you every single second, right? Right now I'm sitting outside, right? If I, you know, sitting in front of me is, is a fence on off to my right is the garden and there's a hammock out there and there's stuff in the back patio and there's different chairs and there's a bird on a branch. Everything that I just told you about is within my awareness, but until I look at it and decide that I want to actually think about it, it all just exists around me, right? Your dorm and, and things hanging on the walls and somebody comes up to you and says, did you see that flyer hanging about by the bathroom? And you're like, nope, didn't even notice it. And they're like, are you kidding me? It's been there for three days. We all have different ways of bringing in information into our self-awareness. And it happens through our five senses of touch, taste, sight, sound, and smell. When this stuff is experienced in your mind, it then goes through a series of processes and filters and kicks out a, a picture, a short movie, a gif, and some sounds, and perhaps even some smells or tastes. Definitely a lot of internal self-talk. Our inner self-talk never really shuts up. We're always talking to ourselves. Listen to the untethered soul, and you'll understand it's probably the most annoying roommate you'll ever have is the voices in your head. And not like in a freaky, weird, psychotic voice in your head kind of way, but just like the way you talk to yourself. 
All of these things combine to create your emotional state and your body language, which kicks out a behavior or a response and action, which gives you the results you have in your life that you can experience externally. And then that whole thing kicks out something else for your five senses to um, bring into your self-awareness. And this is a continuous loop that's happening all the time. Now, why do I think that it's important that you understand this? Because with this 2.3 million bits of data, which there's tons of research on this, I give you ways of Googling more of it, but literally type in 2.3 million bits of data uh, or 2.3 million bits of data in your awareness. You'll see tons of different numbers, but it all comes down to the same basic fraction, 0.006, It's like six one thousandth of a percent of what's actually happening around you. Can you really focus on, right? You only get about 126 bits of this to actually be able to consciously be aware of. And considering it takes 40 bits of your brain to have a conversation with someone, if you're only able to grasp a hold of 126 bits on any given second, and 40 bits of that's going to just having a conversation, right? Being on your phone can eat up anywhere between 20 and another 40 bits, And now all of a sudden, you know, if you start to do some math, you can realize why messing around on your phone at the same time you're trying to have a conversation, at the same time that you're walking and you got music playing and the dog is barking, your brain just cannot handle that much input. Why is this awesome to know? Because when you find yourself not seeing the flyer on the hallway bathroom or you, or you can't no, locate your keys, even though you know you put them on the table, and when you come back two minutes later, there they are where they've always been, right? Whether it's the little blue guys from the Twilight Zone or not, the fact remains that you are experiencing life completely different than the next person and the next person and the next person. Even if you're all in the same room listening to the exact same professor, it is not the same experience. We all have these pre-programmed biases in our head, that, it, that which is our filters and our processes. And there's a whole module on this, 15 minutes, and you walk away from it knowing exactly how your brain prefers to filter and process. And again, everybody's filtering and processing system is different. So when you get upset with someone for not knowing what you know, or you, you get upset with somebody for not noticing what you've noticed, are people having a different interpretation of reality based on the, the fact that they were raised in the country and you were raised in the city or vice versa. All of this seems pretty obvious when you realize that this is just how our minds have been programmed to work. Now, some of this is programmed over eons, you know, over tens of thousands of years of just experiencing. And others is a little bit more determined based around your own life, your own existence. The very first month of the Wise Mind Empowerment Hub dives into how your mind creates your reality, how your mind filters and processes everything that happens around you, right? How your life is really just this gigantic bowl of soup. It's this pot of stew you're just throwing ingredients into, and you don't even really know if they're going to taste good or not. You have no idea if adding in violin practice or taking up baseball or or deciding to get a dog or taking on this class or, or getting a new roommate or deciding to eat more chocolate at three in the morning. You have no idea whether what you're doing is actually going to take or not, whether you're going to enjoy it or not. You might have a predetermined bias to enjoy it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you will just because you think you will. There's a lot of um, unconscious habituation that goes into taking on anything new in your life. So when you listen to the, 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 your life as a soup 
bowl of soup metaphor, I call it the soup metaphor, you realize that as you throw in all these ingredients in your life that you do from the womb on up until you finally you know rest in peace, you put ingredients in constantly, and at no point can you necessarily at all. I should let me reframe this because it's not even not necessarily or at all. It's literally you cannot take out ingredients. Once something has been put into your pot of stew, it exists. Now you can add in other ingredients that eventually cause you to not even notice. Right? You could take violin lessons for a for a year and then pick up the guitar and play it for thirty years and then barely remember that you ever played the violin. Sure, but the experience of playing the violin is always something that you have in your pot of stew. Right, having a friend, uh, living, you know, maybe your parents are military and they moved you around a lot. Well, yeah, you may have only lived in one destination for nine months and then somewhere else for two years and then another place in right, all these different years. You don't ever get to not have lived in, let's say, Berlin for nine months or Orlando, Florida. That's it's it's an ingredient in your pot of stew. It's there. Now, you could live somebody where else for 30 years, let's say Seattle, and then all of a sudden you'd v- vaguely remember Orlando, but Orlando's still a part of your experiences, and that's how your life is this, this soup metaphor. So as you are adding in these experiences, some are bitter, some are sweet, some are nasty, some of them are delicious. You'll, you'll add in more of the delicious, and you hope you don't add in the bitter. Unfortunately, what ends up happening is that when bad things happen to us, we tend to ruminate on them. We tend to hold on to them. Uh, it's it's part of our cave person mind to not uh, to not want to be hurt again to to be fearful of things that will hurt us. So when something bad happens, we tend to ruminate on it more than when good things happen to us because our our brains are inherently programmed to keep us alive. And one of the ways of keeping us alive is keeping us from feeling hurt, feeling us keeping us from feeling sad or depressed or damaged. Because if back in the day you were walking around the woods all sad, depressed, and damaged, now all of a sudden saber-toothed cat jumps up on you, eats you all up, and now you're done. Right? So the mind is inherently built in to continue to warn us about inherent dangers, which is one of the reasons why you hold on to the, the undesirable um, traumas and abuses and things that have happened in your life because your brain doesn't want you to fall back into the trappings of what happened to you then. So it's, it's wanting to keep you alert to it now. Problem is, if you keep ruminating on it, you're just adding more and more of that ingredient in. So as much as you want to get away from your past and your traumas, perhaps you weren't popular in high school and you were picked on a lot. So now you take that energy into college. And if you were like me, you jump into the addiction social circle, right? You start showing up everywhere with beer and weed and drugs because you want people to like you. And I can promise you the easiest social circle to join is the addiction one. is the one where everyone's getting wasted. Because nobody really cares who's hanging out in the room as long as everybody's helping everybody else get wasted. You ever feel like you're not invited to a party? Show up with five bottles of liquor, I promise you. No matter how much people there say they don't like you, you're their best friend in that moment. Now, I'm not encouraging this behavior, right? As this plane flies over, I want you to, to recognize that this is the sound of your mind going on a journey of understanding that it's a constant experience of variations in your life. And once they're in your bowl of soup, they're there. I I, I spent 22 years as an addict, but it doesn't mean that's all I am. There was a lot of other things I've done, and now I've got five years in addiction recovery. There's still a lot of things that I'm healing from, not just the 22 years of active addiction, but all the things that led up to it. It's in my pot of stew. And and I can embrace that now as the learning opportunity that it always was. 
Also, in the very first month, we're going to dive into 14 laws. We call these things convenient assumptions. It's these, it's these ideals that if you take on, that it will actually cause your life to feel inherently easier to live. One of my favorite ones is that everybody's doing the best they can with the resources they have. Right? So rather than get down on yourself for not doing something as good or well as you think you should in the moment, realize you're doing as, you're doing as best you can with the resources you have in the moment. If you want to do better, then you will get more resources. You want to get better grades in class, you will, you will eventually um, learn new study habits or learn how to write papers better or learn how to take tests better. You'll ask other people who are doing something really well how they do it, and then you'll model them. I have a whole training just on that. In this first month, we're going to dive into what personal responsibility can look like you. We'll also walk you through the idea of blaming, complaining, and making excuses being what will actually cause your life to not live up to what you desire for it to become. Oh my goodness, I love that one. There's a feedback loop for how people keep on things and accomplish versus how people quit things and don't accomplish. And finally, and this is just the first month. We're going to wrap up with the principles for your success, and you'll recognize some of this material based off of the book that I wrote called College Success Habits, right? The seven powerful principles to help you excel in college and beyond, still available on Amazon, always available on Amazon. It's so available on Amazon, they have actually printed up copies for me. I don't even have to print these things up anymore. They print them up for me. That's cool. Didn't know they'd do that. So... This is just the first month, and the way that this hub is going to work is that every single month, a new course is going to be launched. A new course will become available to you, and you'll you'll be able to do them in the order because I've got it set up that the only way to open up the next one is to do the previous one. Now, I'm not sure. This is all in beta, a huge beta thing rolling out. This thing won't actually launch live, live, live until the middle of June, but right, so right now, things are changing every day. Um, there's tons changing. Right. Will I make it so that you have to finish one course in order to up the, open up the next one? I'm not sure. Maybe down the line, I'll just every single month you're in it, a new course will become available to you, but you only get the first video. In order to open up subsequent videos, you have to do the training that precedes the, the next one. So you can't open up two until you've watched one, can't open up three until you've watched two. I think you see where the pattern I'm creating here. And it's not just videos. Right. There's workbooks and there's going to be supplemental podcasts and there's going to be extra little tidbits and there's going to be um, articles I find online and there's going to be blog posts that I write. There's going to be so many different things that I bring into this to make it as interactive as possible. So you find it to be as enjoyable to learn in my hub as you found it to watch TikTok videos or Instagram. Now, I am not saying I am as entertaining as TikTok or Instagram as a whole. Am I entertaining? I don't know, you're still here after 125 some odd episodes, so I can't suck that bad, (laughs) but at the same time, there's only so entertaining I can be via a computer and not in person. And trust me, this is the evolution of me getting in front of as many of you as possible in, in the year 2022 and moving forward. One of the brilliant things that comes with the software that I put this in um, it's called Experienceify, is that they have little reward systems. You can earn points along the way. Uh, there's little reward videos that pop up, you know, little dancing dogs or llamas or bears and stuff like that because it triggers off that endorphin inside your brain of um, dopamine and serotonin, your reward system. It, it, once it kicks off that reward system, it, it, it goes straight at your brain circuitry to want more of the good. 
So this whole site has been developed to fire off those brain centers, to find out, fire off that circuitry that will cause you to want to continue to learn from this hub and actually find it enjoyable to learn. In fact, I would be willing to bet if a lot of your courses were presented in the way that I have developed this site to be utilized by your brain, you would actually enjoy the learning experience more in college rather than the usual open up your books, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Okay, let's turn to chapter two and let's read a paragraph per student. You remember that bogus way that they would, some of your teachers would have you learn in grade school, middle school, high school, maybe even in college still? Where it's like each person takes a turn reading a paragraph and then discussing it. All right, there's very little firing of the synapses in the brain that makes that seem exciting to you. This is why our phones are so addictive and class seems so boring. They're saying that our, that our attention span is shorter than a goldfish now. It's because of the things we put around us that just make instant gratification. Right? It's, it's, it's worn down our impulse control. So I've gone through an elaborate system to make this learning experience to be as interactive and enjoyable for you as possible. See, we can get lost in the big picture, like college. The big picture is that you're going to go to school for, you know, two, four, six, eight, ten years. I mean, for me, I went to college for 12 years and nope, still not a doctor. You will see the big picture, but it's in the small steps that you take every single day. That's what keeps you going. David Goggins, who wrote a book, uh, Can't Hurt Me, talks about how some days it's just one step, one, one, another step, one foot in front of the other. This is a Navy, this is a guy who turned into, turned himself into a Navy SEAL after uh, getting kicked out of BUDS a couple times because of injuries. And BUDS is the, is, it's like the training to see if you can become a SEAL. You've got to go through BUDS to become a SEAL. And it's if you've ever heard of Hell Week or you, you've seen movies where they show these people going to boot camp in Hell Week and, you know, oftentimes they don't pay nearly enough attention to the process of how brutal that can be on the human mind and body. And David Goggins wrote a book called You Can't, Can't Hurt Me that's all about his experiences through various stages of his, of his human development into becoming this person who has achieved great things. Love, love, love listening to this guy. Go get his book on Audible because um, it's like they read the book, then they also interview him at the same time. It, to me, is just hands down the way all books sh- should be performed, If it's especially if it's a self-help book. This is how self-help books should be done. Read some of it and then go back and tell stories about it. Anyways, I know I digress off of that. My point was that it's one step, after, it's one step, one step, one step, one foot, one foot, one foot. This site has been built to operate very similarly, where I walk you through it. You know what the next step is going to be. You know what the next thing is you need to do. You know their action steps. The workbook walks you through things so that you can experience your own life tangibly, externally. It's not enough that you watch something. It's not, this, this podcast is great and all, but most of you probably don't take notes. You probably aren't really trying to dive deep into the material. I get it. We all have things to do. So these videos are going to be they already are. Most of them are already in the software, at least this, this month. It's um, 15 minutes, right? Occasional 20 minute, but none of this like podcast stuff where I go on for 30, 45 minutes. No, these videos are short and to the point because I want you to be able to get in there, do them and be able to, you know, the first month alone has eight just primary trainings. And then there's some uh, supplemental material, workbooks and other things I'm including. Because I want it to be very tangible for you to work through this. I don't, I don't want you to make the promise to yourself that you'll do it and then 
it becomes too cumbersome. Life gets in the way. You don't step in. And before you know it, there's 47 trainings available and you're behind by five months. No, this is going to be something that literally will draw you in and it won't just, I won't just randomly open up more trainings. You get to go back right where you left off one step at a time. See, taking these small steps in everything in your life is how you get massive action. You don't go to class the first day of your freshman year and then the next morning wake up a college graduate. Why is it we can have patience in certain areas of our lives and not patience in other areas of our lives? I'm going to walk you through the process of how you can habituate actions into your life so that you actually do things. That, that alone is just called the feedback loop. It's training number seven in month one. So that you understand how it is you start things and how your emotions will ebb and flow so that you can understand the experience you're having when you're succeeding. And you can also really dive into the self-awareness around the experience you're having when you feel like you're not succeeding, which in itself is progress. It's giving you feedback on what not to do to help create a positive and joyful experience inside of yourself. Are you self-aware enough to stop and breathe and embrace the moment you're having? Sure, it may not feel comfortable in the moment, but quitting isn't going to help you get it done any faster. It's okay to not know how to do something perfectly when you first get into it, right? The fact is that you start and you you experience the actual act of doing it. Last night, I made some chicken parmesan. And I've never made chicken parmesan before. I got the gist of it, right? Pound out some chicken so that it's thinner than it than it is when you buy it straight from the store. It's got to be thinner, right? You put some egg wash on it. You, know, you, just, you just scramble up an egg and then just dip the chicken in it, put it in some breadcrumbs with some seasonings, and you put it in some, you know, for us, it was avocado oil, you know, roasted up some broccoli, also cooked up some angel hair with marinara sauce. Absolutely scrumptious meal, but I'd never made it before. So there were some things that I didn't necessarily do as well as I will in the future. Right? I pounded the chicken out too thin, so it cooked too fast. Right, the oil got hotter faster than I was ready for it. The the water for the pasta got done faster than I was ready to put the pasta in. I forgot to turn the oven on because uh, I was on the phone while I was chopping up the broccoli. So the broccoli was put in the oven and sat there for 15 minutes, not cooking. All these little things that happened because one, I was trying to talk on the phone and listen to music and had people around me. So my 126 bits burned through those pretty quickly. So no wonder I was making some errors. Right? And then on top of it, I'd never made it before, so I didn't understand the process in which I could be doing things. But I made it the first time. It was still delicious. We still ate it for dinner. But now I know, because of the one experience, three or four things I could do differently the next time. And then when I make it the next time, I'll get those things accomplished. And there'll be two or three other things I learn. And maybe by the time I've made it for five or ten times, it finally is a, something that my I have habituated. And in the future, I can just make it like with my eyes closed. This is how things occur in your life. This is how habits are created. This is how you learn new dishes. This is how you take on a new instrument. This is how you take on new passions, talents, skills, and hobbies. We're going to walk you through the psychology of this. I am absolutely obsessed with it because I think if more of us knew how our minds worked, we would accomplish so much more in our lives. Now, I've created a link for this at Jesse Mogul or at From Sobriety to Recovery on Instagram. Haven't figured out a way to put it on TikTok yet, but I'm sure I can figure that out. It's also going to be on my LinkedIn page, Jesse Mogul, Jesse Mogul on TikTok. Anywhere you can find a social media app, if I'm on it, Jesse Mogul. Um, I will put the link in there. It'll be called the Wise Mind Empowerment Hub. Yes, it costs money. I've put thousands of hours into this, and I've 
whittled it down to the essentials I believe you will want to know in order to create your best version of yourself, to reach your fullest potential, whether you're in college or beyond. For the price of a value meal at a fast food restaurant, or for the price of, I don't know, a mixed drink at a bar, or hell, cheaper than a movie ticket in Los Angeles, that's for damn sure, right? Definitely cheaper than parking in Hollywood, all right? We're talking very reasonable. In fact, I'm going to be doing something. The first 50 people who sign up will be able to get it for $50. I might change that deal up down the road, might add some more people, might make it, definitely won't be less. It will never be less. Um, and it is available. If you're listening to this linearly, that could be available to you. So most of the time, we're looking at very reasonable. I hesitate, and I'll be honest with you, I hesitate to tell you how much it's charging for now because as it grows, it might become more expensive. But to keep it at the price of a value meal at a fast food restaurant feels not only very doable for me as far as what I believe I should you know, be um, receive in your investment through to your... I want you to invest in yourself through me. And I'm making it affordable because I've had way too many phone calls and way too many messages that some of the programs and practices that other people offer or even some of my one-on-one coaching programs were just outside of somebody's financial availability in the moment. So I've created this entire hub to be within everybody's financial capability. So whether it's you know the price of a beer or whether it's the price of two six pack or two eight packs of soda water, however you want to frame it, I am not trying to promote alcohol by any stretch of the imagination. I just know y'all are in college and I'm not a dodo head. I know exactly what I was doing back then. I also, mind you, am in addiction recovery now. So 12 years in school, not a doctor. Yeah. Why do I think that I am the best person to present this information to you? Because I've been through your experiences. I talk to hundreds of people who are currently having your experiences. And soon I will be on your college campus promoting what it is I do and helping you live an all-the-way-up life. If you know somebody on your campus who's looking to book a speaker, hit me up, jesse at jessemogul.com. Right? You want to go uh, straight over to the sales page and, and info page, whatever you want to call it. It's jessemogul.com forward slash the hub. Very simple. Very easy to find. Don't have time to write it down? Great. You can go over to social media, go into my links on Instagram. You'll find it right there, the Wise Mind Empowerment Hub. It's there, guys. Stand up, step forward, raise your hand. I mostly talk slower than this in the trainings because it's important to me that I don't whiz through this information, but there's also a video component that allows you to adjust that. So you know that if you open, you know on Google Chrome, there's a plugin you can put on there that allows you to speed up and slow down videos. So if I talk too fast, you could absolutely put it into Google Chrome. And then uh, for me, it's Command D and it actually decreases the speed at which people talk. Most of the time I put it on Command I and I increase the speed in which people talk because they don't talk fast enough for my brain. But we're all different. Kinesthetic, auditory, visual, everybody wants information at a different speed. And I'm going to teach that. Uh, in one of these subsequent months. Um, so every month, a new course will be released. It's a monthly membership hub. Uh, there are also ways for you to pay in full for the entire year and save some money. And right now, if you're one of the lucky first 50, then you get it for $50 for the first year. So that price I can lay out. I don't know how long that'll be around. I don't know if I'll extend it. I don't know how many of you are as excited about this as me. So <laughs> it's one day we'll look back and be like, oh, remember that time I, 
I launched the hub on the podcast. All right. I want to thank you so much for sticking around for the last 30 minutes. This has been another amazing episode. I am going to be super pumped to bring you guys some fresh, straight up hot, hot content moving forward. Yes, I will be talking about this hub for quite some time. This is my little baby and it will be my main source of how you can feel more connected to this material. You want some FaceTime? Definitely going to be doing live episodes. You want to be able to get into some um, group coaching? You want to have some laser coaching where we actually talk about things that are happening in your life that you've experienced through the, the course, the hub? Absolutely. I'll be bringing fresh topics into some of these sessions, and it's all going to be discussed for those who decide to become part of the Wise Mind Empowerment Tribe. And you do that by joining the hub. That's it, my friends. Inclusivity over exclusivity, the power, positive energy, release and flow. As always, it's an honor and privilege to have time with you. You know what to do, jessemogul.com forward slash the hub, or find the link on any social media app that I am on. All right, see you next week. Bye-bye.